When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your local tyre power. Save on selected Falcon passenger tyres. Buy three, get one free at tyre power. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's 23 minutes to eight going for 24 degrees today. Everybody's talking about more team Kia at Cheltenham Bix. Before we go into the SEN spotlight, and you can send us a text, 0427154166, with a song that will define the 2023 season for your club or optimistic or pessimistic thoughts. Harry Styles is in Australia at the mm. moment. Not sure if your kids are into Harry Styles or you're into Harry Styles, the former One Direction singer. I had three daughters who were going through that sort of uh, tweens sort of age yep. when One Direction uh, hit. <laughs> it was like a tsunami. Uh, at some stage, my wife was chasing them around. They're up near the Barossa trying to get a glimpse of yes. them, if you can believe that. So um, familiar with Harry. Don't mind his work. A little bit interested in the, the get-up that he, uh, you know, he's... Uh, a bit, oh, that's, it's 2023, mate. He's a bit offbeat there. He's very so. much Mick Jagger uh, kind of Esk. style at the mm. moment. Um, so he's in Melbourne yes. and he's just performed two gigs at Marvel Stadium, sold out gigs. Ed Sheeran is around mm. Australia at the moment yeah, too. Yeah, hello, what's happening here? Yep. So you know what happens. Uh, Curtis Taylor from Saw North that. Melbourne goes and gives him a North Melbourne Guernsey, which I'm sure Harry's going to just hang up at home and... <laughs> Just thought, guess what I've got? Um, North Melbourne Guernsey. That's yeah. awesome. Clarko's coaching this year. Just can't wait to get involved. Have you ever had to do anything like that? Or did you get an opportunity to um, meet someone and then um, the merchandise store said, hey, take a Crow's Guernsey mm-hmm. and give it to them? Because they'll obviously love that. I didn't give them a Guernsey, but I, I, I was very fortunate. I got to meet Muhammad Ali. So what happened? It was just after the, might have been the 98 grand final where he came out. Uh, as a guest of the Pratt family, they were friendly with Muhammad Ali and his family. And he did, remember he did a lap of honour before the grand final? Yes. Got a standing ovation. And then literally um, got a phone call at about nine o'clock at night that said, can you be at the convention centre tomorrow? Or I'm not sure where it was, somewhere here in Adelaide, at 12 o'clock. And I said, oh, yeah, what's it all about? They said, no, nah, just be there. You You don't want to miss this. So we rocked up and then there was about, a dozen people, different sporting people, and myself and Andrew McLeod were there, and we were sort of ushered into a room and had, you know, two minutes with Muhammad Ali. That's amazing. Mm, just had a photo taken and a quick, a very brief chat, um, and there it is. Yeah, so that was that was the only sort of brush with greatness, I would think. I know this to be a fact. A former Adelaide Crows player who is no longer at the club, but he's still in the system. He is more of a tight ass than you. And he tried to get into a performance at the Thebiton Theatre and didn't have a ticket. Mm-hmm. So what he did was go to the club store at Westlakes and get a Crow's Guernsey and sign it and go to the side of the Thebiton Theatre, knock on the door and say, hello, I am insert name mm-hmm. from the Adelaide Crows. I've got a gift for this performer. And they let him in and he got in, had a photo with him. And that's fact. There you go. Yeah. 
must have been a good celebrity because a Crows Guernsey's 120 bucks. That would have been cheaper just to buy Lou, the it's ticket. Lou, it's a, an okay celebrity, <laughs> and the player who's probably not listening now is uh, now playing at the Gold Coast Suns, just to give you an idea of who that, that former Adelaide Crow is. <laughs> so, oh, wow. His uh, nickname is, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, let's go into this. All right. <laughs> That your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. We uh, have a look around the SENSA family. Got a text from Annie as well who suggested we uh, we said that Port play Thursday this week. No, we're mentioning they played uh, Friday of mm. last week. Played, okay, let's get into the spotlight. We speak about a Port player because we also had a text saying the Crows are heavily into Mitch Georgiatis. The Crows need more mids, not forwards. It's not just the Adelaide Crows. If that's true, that would be into Mitch. Let's have a listen what he said on SENWA during the week. We're in constant conversation with the club and right now I'm just focusing on just starting the year and just getting, for me, just playing some good footy and letting that sort of stuff take care of itself. I mean, I'm really enjoying my time here. We've got a really good group. Us young boys are really tight-knit and like, the whole group is, I'm really optimistic about where we're going, not only this year but in the future. So, like I said, I'm just right now focused on getting through the start of pre-season and getting to the start of the year and going from there. There you go. Uh Standard answer, 101, wasn't it? You know, we're talking all the time, just focusing on the year. But this is a big year for Mitch because he just needs to have a consistent season. He needs to uh, be more consistent with his goal kicking as well. Got dropped a number of times last year, and that's what uh, sort of piqued everyone's interest in, you know, maybe there's a chance that, that he could be leveraged out of or leave it out of uh, Port Adelaide. There's a couple of interesting things here. One is he's a WA boy. Like you would think the West Coast Eagles – would be desperate. Lost Josh Kennedy last year to retirement. Jack Darling's, you know, 30, on the wrong side of 30, uh, most likely going to be down in the bottom half again. I think they would be uh, sort of busting their boiler to to get a ready-made player that can mm. come in and instantly improve them and, and come in and probably be equal number one banana. You know, Oscar Allen's going to probably play as a forward as well, but Mitch Georgiades potentially could be there their main go-to player. So that's that's one side of it. The other side of it is Adelaide had to, Port Adelaide had to give up a lot for Jason Horn Francis in terms of draft picks. So if Port Adelaide feel like they can move forward without Mitch, you know, having to to you know dominate or he doesn't have a huge year and they say, you know what, we're um, we're pretty comfortable even if he if he doesn't play then what you can get for Mitch Georgiades gets you back most likely into the first round again of the draft. And everyone's talking next year is a really good draft. So if Port Adelaide have their eye on someone who's in that sort of range of what they think they might be able to get for Mitch. But anyway, this is all speculation. It's all premature. If Port Adelaide play well, if Mitch has a good year, I think he ends up staying at Port Adelaide. If he has a year similar to last year, this conversation will carry on all throughout the year. Great to have Nathan Buckley as part of the SEN family. He had a chat yesterday on Breakfast about his view on the salary cap and Ruckman. I cannot wait to see how Melbourne handle this. I think that the the amount of their cap that they've committed, I can only assume, even though that you get Brody Grundy at, you know, know, at, Two-thirds rent, potentially. And it's five years, too. Five yeah, years yeah, I, yeah, Yeah, but I, the, to have Grundy and Gorn out sounds awesome. I just, I philosophically, I don't believe that you can commit that much of your cap to the ruck roll. And, and for, for Jackson and Darcy at Fremantle, I, I mean, I still, don't be, I still don't believe that that 
and I'm really interested to see whether that comes to fruition because ultimately you're trying to win a flag. Do you need to – the money that you put there, it's a little bit like the NFL, you're a quarterback, you got your blindside tackle. You, you can spend your money in different places. Where is the most important roles? I don't actually – if you had to put key defender, goal-kicking midfielder and ruckman mm. as mm. an example of three roles – I would have Ruckman the third of the third most important of those three. Mm. I think a, an intercept defender, a key defender, intercepting intercept marker is one. I think a goal kicking midfielder is two, and I think a, a Ruckman, as good as he may be, even the best Ruckman in the comp, I'd put him at three in terms of important roles to um, playing winning footy. Well, there you go, Nathan Buckley. Uh, everyone's different in terms of how they rate Ruckman. I know Lee Matthews wasn't a huge rap for Ruckman, but other clubs are. I think the thing for me is. Um, Nathan is surmising, you know, how much money for the salary cap those two players are going to get. Max Gorn turns 32 this year. A couple of times last year, he looked really banged up. There is no tougher position to play than Ruck. And so 32 and doing this for a long time, I think that his body is starting to wear thin. Um, and, and so Grundy's got a five-year deal. I, I don't think that there's going to be a huge overlap. There might be one or two years, and, and that might be it. So I think what you'll find, Max will spend a bit more time playing forward. Mm. And like uh, Geelong do with Hawkins and Selwood and some of those great players, I think that Max Gorn would have been well compensated over the journey. And then as it gets towards the end, his pay would be diminishing quite quickly. So he mightn't be on anywhere near what he's actually worth. But he wants to keep this group together. And maybe that was part of the discussion they have when they get someone like a Brody Grundy in. And remembering, and, and Nathan did bring this up, is that Collingwood are paying for yes. a huge portion of what Brody Grundy is, is getting paid. So uh, add all those things together. The two Ruckman, they, it might be a million bucks. And and then you'd say, well, two for a mil, that's that's a good price. Or that's that's what you'd pay for one really good one. Different argument with Frio, with Luke Jackson and Sean Darcy, because Jackson's going to be on big money and Darcy's probably one of their better paid players. So that's a bit more. But the Gorn and Grundy one, I think, works. And I think that's along the similar lines of what a lot of the clubs are doing now. To keep your window open, you just keep bringing in those really good top-up players. So Jeremy Cameron comes in Geelong and opens their window back up again. Uh, Richmond are having a crack this year with, with Hopper and Taranto. So we'll watch that closely. But... I don't have anything sort of philosophically wrong with trying to pick a really good ruckman or a really good ruck combination. I think when you've got great mids, if you give them first look, gee whiz, that's a fair start. Chris Scott was on Waitley yesterday talking about the preseason. Going in um, with a little more uncertainty would be better for the fans and sort of more interesting for the people that um, study the game. Certainly less certainty, but I think that's one of the things the AFL have tried to do over the last four or five years is kind of, um, you know, add to um, the chaos, if you like. Um, make, make it harder to um, really control the game um, from the coach's box. So more frustrating for us, but um, I, I get the, the hypothesis that that would be a good thing for the game. Mm. The hypothesis that it would be a good thing to the game to go in with some uncertainty. So if there were no trial matches... This, well, is, uh, this is what you're saying. Oh, I, I wouldn't mind having a look at it. I... We do get wedded to things, and I think during that sort of whole COVID break, that just busted every myth possible. Well, we can't play on a five-day break. Well, now we're playing on a three-day break. You know, we can't uh, 
play more than, you know, two weeks on the road. Well, guess what? They end up moving into a hub and played 11 weeks on the road. So there's a whole range of things that we didn't think was possible. We couldn't possibly have a draw where we don't know who's going to be playing who, you know, at the start of the year or in November the year before. Well, guess what? It's a floating fixture now. So there's been a whole lot of things that we've done that have actually turned out okay. So, so Bix, what will you do? Um, as a man familiar with holding premiership cups for the Adelaide Crows, if they scrap the preseason, mm-hmm. will you remove out of the trophy cabinet the AFLX premiership? <laughs> Colchini was the yeah, uh, Fetter. <laughs> um, exactly. What, what, what did that <laughs> it's prove? It's a big night at Hindmarsh. What, what did that prove? Not much. And and similarly, like let's go back and look. I think in my last year. We won the uh, the Wizard Cup, the yes. Nsec Cup, the Escort Cup, whatever it was, NAB Cup, whatever it was called at the time. Um, and there's that famous photo of Grant Thomas and Lenny Hayes, almost like pulling yeah, they teeth. Look, they look really happy, didn't they? Yeah. So, so it's not quite what it used to be. You know, Dermot Burton, five day, five night. They were they actually meant something a little mm. while back. They, they they got to the point where it didn't mean anything at all because different clubs just decided. Oh, we played in the grand final last year. We need a bit of a different build-up to the next team, so we won't try in the first three or four games. And and that, I think, just everyone thought, well, it doesn't really mean anything. So I think we should have a look at it, see what it looks like, and who knows, it could be good. And if it's not good, go back to what we had. 11 minutes to eight. We are here thanks to MG coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. Next, we will do On The Mark on SENSA.